Welcome to the Career Happiness Podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I am the founder of a business called the Career Happiness Mentor. And within this podcast, we explore themes around career happiness, confidence, well-being, and so much more. Not only do I do one-to-one personalized episodes to really, really support you as a listener, but you will have the chance to listen to really, really amazing guests from all corners of not just world, but different industries. It's really, really important that you are not only happy in your career, but you make time to progress in a way that feels right for you. So if you want to have more energy in your career, change your career, find out more about how to potentially start a business or even help your teenager with careers advice, this is the podcast for you. Thanks so much. Hello, everyone. And before we get into today's episode, I just want to do a quick pre-intro to let you know that the podcast will be on a short break, um, kind of in mid-April. So the last episode is actually going to be um, coming out. We've still got another four episodes for you (laughs) coming out. Um, But between the weeks of the 10th of April and the 17th, there won't be um, any episodes for a short while the next episode will be out on the last week of April and I'm giving you guys this disclaimer because I am going to be on a health sabbatical I'm going to be having an operation so I need to take quite a significant amount of time out but whilst I'm off you guys will still have plenty of episodes for you to listen four episodes so you're not missing out. <laughs> um, but it will just give me a bit of time to catch up after my op. I really, really hope you enjoy this episode about career rejection. And I'm going to do these little disclaimers in these um, pre-recorded episodes for you. Because even if I'm not around, please email me. Please ask me any questions you have about these episodes. Because we've got some really special things coming up in May, <laughs> which I will share with you more. And I really just hope that you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Hello, everyone. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about career rejection and how to cope with this if it's holding you back from progressing in your career. So I've done some videos about career rejection on my Instagram. And I did a kind of quick live and I did a video and I've spoken about it on LinkedIn a few times as well. And it seems to be a theme, like a reoccurring theme that comes up. And also, the thing with rejection is, I personally find overall, is that it is a continuously evolving subject matter that comes up from our childhood to being in school when we're in secondary or high school. And then um, when we kind of go to university get our first job, etc. So for me, rejection is something that I think is a universal thing that we all um, have gone through in some way or another. And if you have not felt rejected or not gone from recognition, gone through, sorry, rejection, should I say, um, then um, <laughs> you're not really living your life in the way 
that um, life is because we all face rejection at some point or another. I'm saying that self-deprecatingly because I think a lot of the time we do not want to admit when we've been rejected. We do not want to call out what rejection really feels like for us. And it will feel like many different emotions for many different people. And I do also want to say that often sometimes what happens is with rejection, we can put it away in a little pocket somewhere and just not want to open it up and talk about it. However, I think it's important to talk about it. And the reason why it all links back to our careers is because that feeling of rejection that we feel is as simple as having a feeling of when you were trying to make friends at university or in school and people didn't want to see you and they rejected you. And that feeling then being carried into the workplace when you're not being accepted by your peers and the people that you want to work with. And so rejection has many strands to it. But when we look at it from a career perspective, what does that mean? And we think about career rejection. In a nutshell, career rejection is a lot about you not being offered a job that you wanted, you not being recognised for being promoted in the workplace, you going for another career and being rejected again and again and again and letting that sabotage your own success. I was watching an interview, um, it's like literally an eight minute video and I'll put it in the show notes for you guys to go off and watch whenever you can. But I was watching the eight minute video interview that Kiki Kwon has done for Variety magazine where he's speaking about the fact that obviously now he's an Oscar winning actor but he's speaking about a little bit around the gap that he had when he wasn't acting and how he's not got any work lined up at the minute. Um, I'm sure he will get something soon. But the amount of rejection and the amount of him not being seen on screen really, really affected his career and really, really affected him wanting to be an actor. So he retrained and he went into the film industry, right? So... When we think about rejection, what does that mean for you? I want you to just take a couple of minutes to write down an example. Pause this podcast if you can, if you're not driving or if you're not exercising, if you're not doing something active. If you're not doing anything active, pause this for a second and just literally write down one example of career rejection for you right now. And if you are being active and you can't do that right now, after you listen to this episode, go back to this bit and write down maybe a paragraph or um, as much as you can around an example of something that happened to you that involved career rejection, career rejection. And the reason I want you to really, really do this is because I want you to feel and remember what that feeling feels like for you because we've all been there. We've all had it. And I'll give you an example of something that happened to me <laughs> linking in with career rejection. I'm feeling a little bit... Um, can I say like I wasn't good enough when I was going through redundancy and I briefly mentioned this in the redundancy episode we had to go through quite a rigorous selection process and I wasn't picked I was rejected that's one example and I'm kind of <clears throat> giving that in a nutshell version because I don't want to drone on about it too much but another example for me or my own career rejection is when I was working in an organization and I wasn't offered a full-time role and yet I'd been there for over a year. And that to me was something that was really, really soul crushing. But on another level, it was the best thing that happened to me because it then allowed me to be open to jobs that were better, that were more well paid, etc., etc. 
So also I want you to think about how career rejection can be a tool for better, a tool for your professional growth. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about resilience. But if we look at what rejection means as a definition, if we look at what what does it exactly mean and dig in a bit deeper and go in a bit deeper with this one, rejection in itself means basically the dictionary definition is the dismissing or refusing of a proposal or idea etc the union decided last night to recommend recommend, uh, rejection of the offer so this can also meet you know be an example that we could have of you know refusing to offer someone a job or if you've pitched an idea at work and that idea has not been taken on board etc etc and then the idea is then broken apart and rejected and then turned into something else or the other thing that we've got here is the action of spearing a person's affections. So that isn't really relatable to what I'm talking about with career rejection here. But the one way that it is um, relatable is if you're trying to include yourself within a workplace and you're being rejected socially. And I've seen this come up with my clients. I've seen this come up with the women I've spoken to. But the rejection sometimes with your career rejection can be sometimes from the people that you're working with, not understanding and not really accepting you for who you are. And that can be another form of career rejection on some level because you feel as though you're not being seen, you feel as though you're not being heard. And in a way, that rejection socially and that acceptance at work is spurring you on to feel a sense of career rejection. And I'm not going to go into all of the brushstrokes here of exactly what it means, but I hope with these examples you understand that rejection in itself is about not being accepted within that career in a way that you want to. And if we then relate it to your values and what's important to you, that rejection is about you then not being fulfilled. So I'll give you a quick example of this with um, some clients that I've worked with like an overall example, because, you know, I don't go into great detail um, with um, specific clients, but I do give some of the brushstrokes here. And some of the brushstrokes are that I've worked with clients who've worked in organisations and businesses where they've felt as though their boss, their manager, their colleagues, you know, they're doing the job, they're having a certain amount of okay, yeah, this person's doing the job, it's going great. But the way that they're actually being career rejected or that their progression isn't developing is they're not actually, A, being accepted into that job role and B, the other way that they're being rejected is that nobody really listens to their ideas. Nobody really, really gives them the time and space to be themselves. And this also links to career rejection. And within a workplace context, I think you've got to look at career rejection and what it feels like for you, which is why I suggested at the beginning of this episode for you to think of examples. I remember there was a place where I worked where, um, for me, the feeling of career rejection was about me not being able to speak up in meetings. Other people would speak over me and I I I couldn't get a word in edgeways. And part of that was my introvert self holding me back a bit and self-sabotaging, which I know the introverts listening to the podcast will get. However, the other part was, is that sometimes when I would say something, it would be brushed off and ignored. So I would say something about, oh, in this school, this is happening and da 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 
And so then somebody would talk about something completely different, not linked to what I was talking about. And then I would just be like, hang on a second. So I've actually said something. I've actually given an idea. I've actually suggested something that we can talk about. And you're not even listening to me. And so what can happen over time is if somebody keeps on trying to input their ideas and trying to input that, look, I'm here, I'm standing here, can you see me, can you see me? And then all of a sudden their ideas are completely missed. That is a form of career rejection. And so what can we do to build resilience around this? What can we do so that we don't feel this sense of career rejection? And the thing that I want to say to you is a lot of the time in the workplace, you will see yourself being rejected because maybe, just maybe, you have really, really good ideas. That could happen. Or maybe the people are so busy in your workplace getting the work done that they're not looking at things at a different angle. And I know when I've worked in schools, this has been a problem time and time again, where you come along as the career advisor, you're giving your ideas, and all the school is really, really interested in is targets. They're just thinking about, nope, got to fit the target for them to go to this university, got to do this, got to do that. And so in your workplace, there may be um, a particular money target that needs to be made. And so what happens at the time is your boss or your team are so focused on that particular goal that you're trying to meet that everything else feels like a rejection. So also when I'm talking about this as well is I want you to also take some time to really, really think about why you're feeling rejected. How does that link back to your childhood? Because if you were bullied when you were younger or if something really, really traumatic happened to you, and I would advise you to go and listen to the episode I did about trauma and I'll put that in the show notes, this can all have a lot of an effect with how you deal with rejection and then also if we bring in bring in the whole hsp element here if you're a highly sensitive person and you don't handle rejection very well or criticism very well um then (laughs) you're going to feel it even more so how do you build that resilience muscle so that you're not always taking things personally in the workplace sometimes if somebody was let's say up for an award or up for a pay rise or something potentially really really great was going to happen and someone was going to go off and pitch in another country or do something and you weren't picked how would you take that what would be your first response will you be a team player and be like oh yeah my friend Sandra has you know got the chance to go instead of me instead of being like oh no why was it my why was it that my friend Pooja got the opportunity and I didn't you know it's also about how you handle things when stuff doesn't go your way and that's another thing I want to mention about career rejection because a lot of the time sometimes a rejection is happening for us because there is something bigger and deeper like the example I gave about when I was you know when I wasn't offered a particular job role something else happened. However, if we always review rejection as a negative thing and as this thing that is a sabotage and is going to hold us back and, you know, we're never going to win, you're always going to be stuck in the same place. I see this with sometimes some of my clients who feel as though within their body of work they're not progressing. I know. And then when I suggest, oh, by the way, maybe you should, like, look at other jobs or go somewhere else, they would turn around and say, I know, Soma, but you don't know what it's like in this industry or, you know, you don't know what it's like in IT because this happens or you don't know what it's like in HR, you don't know what it's like in marketing, etc., etc. And perhaps I don't know what it's like day to day because I'm not working in your job. However, the most important thing that we need to remember when we're working in a workplace, and I've been hearing this statement a lot, like all over the place from loads of people, that 
people are the foundation of where we work and how we work and you know people are what make our experience better if you're working in a work environment right now and you know you can go back and listen to the toxic workplace episodes i've done and the people there are soul crushingly soul crushing you and they're making you feel like you're not good enough time and time again there is gonna need to be change there for you personally especially if it's not motivating you to get up and do your work day to day you've got to change that you've got to put yourself out of that environment put yourself into an environment where you're going to thrive and you will know personally and I'm making this quite broad here because I'm talking to all you guys who who listen to the podcast you will know personally within your values and within who you are as a person what is the kind of workplace that's going to light you up and what isn't and I'll give a couple of examples of what I mean by this So an example could be that if you are somebody who is working in a particular workplace where the environment is very sociable, you know, you've got pool tables in the middle of your office, you've got these awesome fridges, there's all these social interaction type things that help you come, get together, do brainstorming, and then you go off and you do your individual work. And if that fits your personality, great. But if that doesn't fit your personality... And you're more of a person who kind of gets on with your work and then you have your, you know, weekly or monthly meetings or check-ins or whatever, then that's great. But a lot of the time, we also need to project our own personality into the workplace. We've got to have a bit of get up and go and we can't let rejection stop us. And I think some of the things that I see where it holds people back, like really, really holds people back is that people just take things far too personally. And I know that's a bit of straight talk coming from me, but at the end of the day, if we're taking things so personally at work all the time, how are we going to get any work done? And this is why I'm linking it back to resilience for a minute. And in terms of how it's holding you back, I would really, really like you to think of some examples for yourself of maybe two or three times where you felt rejected at work, where you felt it's held back your progression. And I've seen this come up with my clients and some of my clients have said to me that when they've been in the workplace and their manager or their colleagues or the people that they work with aren't listening to them, what ends up happening is they don't then voice their opinion. I've already mentioned this before, but the other thing that happens is they then don't go on any of the social events or activities. In a lot of the workplaces that you guys might be in, I really, really hope that your company and organisation advocate social days and if they don't (laughs) then go and talk to your manager about that and a lot of people will say oh no I don't even want to socialize with my colleagues because like I have enough friends I don't need to socialize with them however I would caveat that point and say that if you have to work as a team a lot and present and do a lot of things together and everyone has a specific role within your organization I'm not saying that you're going to be best friends with them however The socialization part will help you to come together better as a team. And then if you see that because you're not going to these social events, you're missing out on those opportunities or, you know, people are not recognizing you, then there is going to be a pattern in every job you go to. And I'm really sorry to say that to you straight up, but I think it's important that you take time to build some of your professional relationships And as I said, you don't have to be best friends with them, but at least if you go to these social away days or you're doing things which have a link back to everything else, the rejection won't feel like rejection because people will then progressively come to you and say, oh, so have you got an idea around this? And oh, oh, you did that really, really good piece of work there. Can you tell us about this? 
And then you will become an almost go-to person. But remember, you also have to be careful that you're not overdoing the amount of work that you need to going away from the specific role that you have. So it's important to also have boundaries there as well. But some of the ways that I've seen it hold people back is, you know, not speaking up, um, not being social. Also, um, if you have been rejected, not applying for pay rises and promotions. I see that a lot. And not even thinking about changing your career or changing the type of job that you have. So for some people who have specialist knowledge around a particular subject matter, who can become consultants or go on and really, really thrive and progress in their career, rejection holds them back because they feel as though they're not warranted to change or to do something different. And I think it's very, very important for us to take off that rejection hat for a minute and think, hang on a second, what if I just try this? What if I just apply for that job and I don't have to think about it? You know, I've done it. So those are some of the things that I've seen and I'm giving very kind of broad examples for today because I don't want to go into like a lot of a lot of emphasis here. But I do want to say that I think it's important that if you are feeling that sense of rejection, you see it as a growing thing rather than a tool where, oh, you know, I'm being rejected and everyone's against me and dot, dot, dot and dot, dot, dot. What are two things that you can do to help with career rejection? I've spoken about a lot of like tools already and a lot of things that you can do but two tips that I would advise you to seriously think about first and foremost obviously do the exercises I've suggested already and think about sometimes you felt rejected and the emotions you felt and why you have emotionally felt so rejected do that already but another two tips that I would really really advise you to think about is think really really pragmatically around why rejection is something that holds you back so what I mean by this is rejection is something that we feel in different ways and none of us are the same and I know that's going to sound like a pretty obvious thing for me to say as a podcast host but for example and I'm giving a very throwaway example here but I'm trying to give like a wider context and going away from career for example sometimes when we go somewhere and you know we're standing in a line somewhere or something happens and we are then you know called and and perhaps somebody doesn't see us and by accident they call someone else right and it's not on purpose it isn't on purpose we might then kind of feel a sense of rejection why is it that they're calling that person and not me you know um have I done something wrong and so it also goes back to your sensitivity here and how you deal with things And that comes not only from your childhood, your socialisation and your upbringing, but it also comes back to how resilient you are here for a minute. So if with rejection, you know, you used to play sports when you were younger or you were heavily invested in playing a lot of games and you've done professional gaming of any kind, there will be also a sense of not winning things and being rejected time and time again. So after a while, you build that muscle, you build that muscle and you build that muscle. So I want you to really, really think deeply about some of the experiences up till now where you have dealt with rejection really, really well and think about how you dealt with it well and why you dealt with it well because often it is really, really about us being able to accept that rejection is part of life and what we actually need to do is we need to readjust our way of thinking. 
if you are somebody who doesn't deal with rejection very well and you get really, really upset about it, you get really, really angry about it and you just think, you know, so we'll be tired, I'm not going to bother anymore with this job or I'm just going to just do what I have to do and if I'm constantly rejected, then I'm constantly rejected. And if we link that back to your career, that will project to the kind of career you'll have, unfortunately. And I'm sorry if that's not what you want to hear, but I've seen it time and time again with my clients. It's the clients who want to make the change and go away from the rejection who then go on and think positively and come back and say, no, actually, I'm not going to have that mindset anymore and I'm actually going to turn it around and I'm not going to be rejected. But the other thing to think about is to have that ideology of thinking of I'm going to apply and I'm going to, you know, go and do my career change and go and do this and go and do that regardless of what the outcome is. So it's almost about having that feeling of letting go as well. And feeling a sense of being powerful within yourself, regardless of the outcome. And sometimes when we let go of the outcome of what something is going to be, we end up feeling a lot better about not only ourselves inside and how we feel, but we feel better for other people. So if someone else, a colleague or someone else is doing really, really well at work, and maybe you were up for the same job or you're in a similar environment and you're doing a similar role for whatever reason, work with them. Don't see them as your enemy. They are your colleague. They are somebody that you can work with. (laughs) They can be your collaborator. They could possibly be your friend, you know, business colleague, whatever. But see them as somebody that you can work together with and you can bounce ideas off. And this is the other thing around rejection I see is that often if we are being rejected and there's a lot of attention on someone else in the workplace, right, and they're seen as this golden star person, we then end up putting our imposter syndrome hat on. But we then also put on the hat where we're going, oh, well, I'm not only am I not them, I don't have the skills and qualities that they have. But remember, you're not going to have the qualities and the skills that they have because you're you and they are them. Look at all the brilliant things that they have and ask the people that you know what you have. And try to emphasise more on your strengths rather than on the things that you just don't have. And I can't reiterate that enough because I just feel like every time someone gets rejected, they end up self-sabotaging because they're projecting things that happened to them in their childhood and they're projecting things that might have happened in some of their relationships. So if you, you know, in the dating world have been mistreated quite a lot, and you know your confidence starts to wither away that can then project into the workplace because then you can't start to think that actually okay not only am I struggling on the dating scene a little bit right I'm just giving this as an example because I've seen this with some of the women I work with um that's also going to roll over into the workplace because you know like maybe this is why guys are rejecting me and well maybe this is why I'm being rejected by people and I'm dating and That is a really, really kind of um, dangerous place and mindset to be in because with with regard to rejection, what you should actually be doing is you should be allowing yourself to challenge that rejection. See rejection as a friend that you talk to and you say to them that, look, okay, I didn't get this opportunity. That job didn't happen. You know, I'm kind of changing my career and it's taking a bit longer or I'm growing this business and, you know, it needs a bit more time, etc. And I've got a side hustle, plus I'm growing a business, you know. Perhaps this month I'm going to have to kind of put the brakes on a little bit and actually concentrate more on one element rather than the other element. 
And that's the other thing. Just really, really think mindfully about not only how you're handling rejection and what it is, but also day to day what your journey is with it. And that's what I mean by that. The last thing I'm going to say about rejection as a whole is that we will feel a sense of rejection day to day. There isn't anything that we can we can do about it. There isn't anything that we can you know, rub away. And if you're a parent listening to this, I'm sure you've had conversations with your kids about rejection and how to handle it. Um, It's something that we all need to get used to. But we also need to kind of bow up to rejection as well and see it as something that can build our resilience and also allow us to embrace failure. But do it in a positive way because failure can actually be a really, really helpful tool for helping us grow and helping us move forward. So the other two episodes that I would suggest that you go off and listen as well is an episode I did specifically around career resilience and also around um, failure, where I spoke specifically about both those topics because they both link to career rejection. And the other thing I want to say about career rejection is if it is really, really holding you back right now, how about maybe even potentially taking a sabbatical for a while and coming back to your job or even thinking about working in different ways. So working in a way where maybe you, you go part-time for a while and you talk to your boss or manager about this. Or if you really, really are finding that the job that you're in isn't helping you thrive and because you've been in a way rejected or in a way not feeling within your comfort zone, um, or not feeling sorry, out of your comfort zone, not feeling like you're doing anything new, should I say, then what is it that needs to rebalance you And you might be thinking, huh, what does Roma mean by rebalance? But sometimes even just going and having a word with your boss or manager and saying to them, look, you know, like, I feel like I've been here for quite a while. I've done all these things. And I just feel like previously when I've pitched or this has happened or that's happened, my voice has just not been heard or I've just I just don't feel supported in the way I should do. Have a discussion with them, because I think sometimes the main reason why we feel rejected is because we're projecting too much of what we're seeing on the outside world. We're seeing friends and family doing so-called quote-unquote well. We're seeing our co-workers quote-unquote having it all together. But at the end of the day, the way that you perceive that own rejection that you're feeling inside is going to project out of you. And if you feel as though every day that you're working, you're not fulfilling your potential because of constantly being rejected or feeling as though even in a future self version of yourself you've not applied to stuff because you're just fearing rejection um then you're holding yourself back you really really are and it's about pushing through it is what i would say i really hope that you have enjoyed this episode i know those two tips were quite broad and general but i think this is one of those topics where You have to really, really think for yourself about what it means to you. But the main reason I wanted to do this episode is because I just see it come up. And I will put links to the video that I did and the Instagram reel that I did as well because I had really good responses. But remember to embrace your journey with rejection. And when I mean embrace it, embrace it positively. Don't see it as something that's going to tether you and pull you down. Thanks so much for listening. And if you have any questions, you want to know know more about um, the work I do, remember to visit www.tromagosh.com 
If you've got any questions, you can email me at shoma at thecareerhappinessmentor.com or at shoma.shomagosh.com. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Career Happiness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media or with somebody you know it will make a significant difference to. And remember, if you haven't already, please take some time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much.